somewhere in in my walk that I've learned is that through every testimony, there's a test. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more liberating than to be able to do what you know that you're supposed to do. Everything in my life had been calculated from the school that I went to, to the college, everything was calculated the first time in my life. I'm kind of been in waters I have never been in before. I think there's so much value in understanding, like what are the next five move talks about? The risk is not taking the risk. There's a bigger risk in not taking the risk. Um, you want to know the secret to business is. So bro, like now you went from that nine to five corporate America, you've transitioned to now into who you are. You listen to that inner voice that you were talking to, whether it be God, your intuition, however you, you put language to it. Right. But like, what made you go from the nine to five corporate America to now being this thriving entrepreneur, business coach, uh, you're, you're authoring books as well. Like yeah. you went through an entire journey. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that life look like to you now? What does the life look like? So, so let's, let's, let's start from that decision, right? Because there's, there's going to be people that are, that are trying to work through, okay, how do I work through those three questions that we asked in the last segment and then how do I how do I actually follow the voice, right? And it's like you have to make a leap of faith. I I didn't just to kind of give you a, a very clear answer. There's a lot of people who will come on and they'll talk about the plans, which we're going to talk about later in another segment, or or the vision or the dreams. When I finally made the decision, it was a decision of faith, and I didn't have a plan. Uh, I, I, I did have kind of a plan uh, only because when I left corporate, I knew that I was going to have somewhat of a of a package to, to go to take care of my family. But I didn't have a plan going forward. So so in order to move, I allowed myself to be guided for the first time in my life. Everything was calculated. Everything in my life had been calculated from the, the, the school that I went to to the college. Everything was calculated the first time in my life. I'm I'm kind of in waters I have never been in before. Because I was allowing myself to be guided by the voice. Again, call it God, call it intuition, whatever the case may be, right? And I got to tell you, I want to talk about that whole safety, that whole safety, the paradigm, that, that scary feeling that everybody has. And there's nothing more liberating. There is nothing more liberating than to be able to do what you know that you're supposed to do. Right. And, and 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 I've been gone now for five years from corporate and there have been difficult times financially. Uh, where I couldn't didn't know where I was gonna pay the, the the next check and scraping and credit cards and and all that stuff right like like it, it's not an easy route I'm not gonna tell you that but I have never been more confident and free in my life since I made that decision so I just I want to make sure that we're clear about that because you, you, you people say it's a risk Andrew it's a risk and I said no the risk is that I won't I'm be able to live the life mm. that I know that I'm meant to live. That's, that's funny. It's it like, I was just having this conversation two days ago with um, my parents. I was like, hey, so like, quick quick story. I was more like, mom, either I go back to school or I start a business in healthcare. Because in healthcare as a nurse, quick quick ring cap, and a lot of nurses know what I mean. If you go to be a nurse practitioner, there's no pay increase. It's just a different line of work. So I was like, mom, I don't really see the benefit in putting three years. I'd rather start a business. You know, I have a guy who owns a staffing company, owns a home health all these different things. And I was like, sometimes the risk is not taking the risk. There's a bigger risk in not taking the risk. Mm -hmm. Cause then like yeah. you're saying, you're just going to live your whole life. Like, fuck. Mm -hmm. and, and obviously bro, obviously you brought us now into, yeah, you made the decision. Now you're here. Now you're five years into a as a business life coach. 
among other things. Talk to us for someone who wants to be that, wants to be in those shoes, and, and you're still growing. We're always growing. What is the day-to-day life of someone like yourself? Like, how does that day look like for you in terms of your clients mm-hmm. and everything else? So, so day-to-day is, is problem-solving. And, and, and I'll tell you this, for you said for anybody who might be considering moving or being a, becoming a coach or a consultant or whatever, is that you have to understand that from a business perspective, your job is to solve problems. And the reason I'm so good at solving problems is because I caused so many problems. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm kind of like a knuckle dragger. I'm a knuckle dragger. I, I did everything bass backwards. You know what I'm saying? A yeah, lot of times, even leaving college and, you know, putting on a, a belt yeah. and climbing poles. It's like, I understand people because I was those people. Mm. Right? And so when you start to understand that people are going through the problems that you already went through, you now hold a gift of educating and elevating through experience or wisdom, if you will. It's just life experience is what carries you through. I have a mentor that says, you know, your mess will become your message. Mm. So Mm. if you're going through a tough time right now with your family life, in your business, in in your health life, look at that as a a step to your empowerment. Because who would want to do business with you if you're a life coach and you don't have any life experience? Who would want to go to your gym if you're fat and out of shape? Who would, right? You just keep asking these questions. You go, wait a minute. I had to go through these growth steps to become who I am today, right? So remember that. Your mess is your message because that's all. If you hear what I'm telling you here, you keep asking me questions and I'm giving you stories because that's what my story is. Mm. That's how I became what I became today. That's what I do. I solve problems, but at the same time, I create problems. So as a life coach, as a business coach, you have to be one step ahead of your client knowing the problem they're going to face next. So I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah, Absolutely. please. So yeah, yeah. so when COVID hit, I had a I had just published a brand new children's book. It's called Rise, and it was about my it was a it was a partially true story about my great nephew who who wanted to go to the moon and got bullied so much that he finally came home one day and says, "Mom, I don't want to go to the I don't want to go to the moon." So I wrote this story about inspiration and getting having a little boy have his dream back. So I go, I go into schools, right? And, I, and I'm, speaking, I'm speaking to schools about this whole message of empowerment and inspiration, right? And I became a speaker and all those things, and I didn't, I didn't know where that was going to go. Um, I got speaking gigs. I got consulting gigs, and it was great. Then COVID hits, right? What happens to COVID to the schools? They shut down. So guess what else shut down? My paychecks. So now that was my only source of income at the time. So I had, I had no idea what to do, right? So being the problem solver that I am, like put the, put the, put the hat on, put the, put the hat on to figure out what you're going to do. So one day, and it's May of 2020, and my wife calls me over. She's homeschooling at the time, which we never did before. And she says, we're going to watch, we're going to watch the, the rocket launch with the Elon Musk. I just watched that, test, that, uh, that documentary. What was it called? Uh, space, uh, SpaceX. S- Space, uh, yeah, I think it was called space. It's the one that like blew that. up. No, 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 no. They show, they show that. That was like, was no, that was like in the. It was in the eighties. Yeah, that was yeah. in the eighties. They show that in the documentary. You guys already. weren't even bored. Yeah. <laughs> I have something on that that I want to come back to, but keep going. Okay, cool. So, anyways, so like I'm on, I, I'm in the backyard pacing because I don't know what the heck I'm gonna do. The mortgage is due. The car payments are due. The food is due. The kids are hungry. Right? I'm like, I don't know what to do. So my wife, 
come on inside. So boom, I see the rocket as it goes up. And then it was like lightning struck my head that said, you could teach people how to write children's books. Like that wasn't even the plan, bro. I did children's books so that it, uh, to inspire my kids and my great nephew. So I launched this program called the five day write a children's book challenge which becomes this amazing program and i have hundreds of authors and bestsellers and all these things but what did i have to do i had to go in and and identify a problem that people had and then i had to stir up the hornet's nest and i had to speak their language and go like you have this voice inside of you that says you want to be an author and many of you want to be a children's book author, but you don't know how. You're too scared. You don't think that you're good enough. Somebody told you that your writing wasn't good enough. Your husband might not support you, right? I had to stir up the problem and say, look, I have the solution for you. Start with the right. pain. You lead with the pain first. So that's what my life is like People as come. a consultant. It's finding problems, creating solutions, and then creating the next problem. So, so in that world, I taught people how to write their first children's book. And the way I look at it, the way I, I'm hearing this story and I'm hearing your testimony, because that's really what it is. Yeah. Right. Your, your, your show, your stories are your testimonies. And, and to me, I always kind of refer back to somewhere in the Bible, mm. right? Somewhere in, in my walk that I've learned is that through every, through every testimony, there's a test, mm-hmm. right? Your test was, I, I was essentially from one day to another, which a lot of people experience. I'm no longer at my, I'm not, I no longer have my safety net. So now I'm, I have to have vision. I have to be proactive and start thinking ahead. And I feel like that's what a business coach and a consultant really has to do. Well, yeah. And that's so, so let, let, let me step back to where I was because you're absolutely right. The vision. So I had to understand the problems that my clients were going to go through, which is what I do today, right? That's actually why I'm in the room here today because I understood problems yeah. of, what, of what my future clients would go into. So let's say you want to write a book. It, there's, a, there's a study out there that says like 82% of the world of people want to write a book, right? Do you feel like you want to write a book? Absolutely. You want to write a book? Yeah. Okay, so let's just say I help you write your book. Like mm-hmm. we sit down, we write the book. Then what would you want to do after you write the book? Publish it. You want to publish it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then when you publish it, what do you want? I want to talk distribute about it. it. You want to distribute it. So you can do what? Market it. You okay. can market it and do what? Make money. Tour, and then after stuff. you do that, then what do you want to do? Yeah, make money and then build another one. Right. So you want to build tour. a platform. Right. So what I understood that all the people that I was talking to at the time was they just wanted to write a book. Right. So the book was the hook. So I gave them a free opportunity to write their children's book. At the end of that opportunity, I knew that the natural question was like, oh my God, I didn't know I could write my book. I just wrote a book. What's next? How do I publish it? I already knew that. So I had a program ready to solve the problem that they had. After they published it, then they were going to ask me, Andrew, I published it. How do I become a bestseller? I already had a program ready for that once they crossed that threshold. Then they said, Andrew, I need a publishing platform. Right? How do I how do I have a website and a you know a system that helps me sell my books and blah blah blah? I had a program ready for that. So when you came into my world, right? This is going back to what is my world? Look, I'm I'm answering your question in kind of like a long-winded way, but it's like I had to understand what was the path that they were gonna go upon and how could I continue to solve a problem, create that that creates a problem, that solves a problem, that creates a problem, that solves a problem, right? And so that's what I did. And that's all that I do is I solve and create problems. I'm, does that answer the question? That answers the question perfectly because it's, it's that in business, like we're, it doesn't matter what line of business you could be doing concrete. Yeah. You could be 
you could be doing real estate, you could be doing insurance, whatever it is, like our jobs as entrepreneurs, and maybe you're wanting to get into entrepreneurship or you're wanting to get to the next level this year. Now at the start of the year, you want to get into, you want to take your business to the next level, right? I think there's so much value in understanding, like what are the next five move talks about, right? Last year we went to mm. the, uh, the Volt conference, right? right? PBD. And, and PBD talks about knowing your next five, 15 moves, Right. I think it's so important that as entrepreneurs, whether you're getting into entrepreneurship or you're a seasoned entrepreneur already, what are your next five moves for this year? I think to add to that, since Paul is referring to books, I think I recently read 100 Million Offers by Alex Ramosi. Mm. Have you read that book? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's one it? of Andrew's favorites. So, <laughs> so, bro, what, <laughs> so what Andrew just talked about in terms of like writing, writing a book, I'm just going to break it down. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please step in. Um, he says his hook, his lead magnet was. Hey, let's you try to write a book, but you make your lead magnet so good that they in re, in relation when they when they fill out and do your lead magnet, it brings up another problem yep. that you solve, and then that's what exactly what Andrew just talked about how one problem led to an oh sure well, now I got to publish it so it was a perfect chain chain so if you haven't read that book I definitely recommend that book that book is good I actually just finished it recently. Um, you want to know the secret to business is. You wow a prospect, if you will, if we want to call it that. You wow them by getting them the result that they want before they ever become a client. You give it for free. So well. how many people could promise you that if you came to an event, like I'm just going to go to, I don't, and I don't do this business anymore, but you come to a five-day Ride a Children's Book Challenge, and it was only an hour a day, it was five, an hour a day for five days, that you walk away with a written book, and it, Costs you absolutely nothing except for time and commitment. Oh, yeah. And if you stuck with me, at the end of five days, you had a manuscript. Mm. So do you think at the end of that they trust me? If I help them overcome the mental barriers that were stopping them, if I help them overcome the challenges, I didn't even teach people how to write books. Is what I, 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 what I tell people is that I teach people to rewrite their story so they could write their story. Because it's all this that holds you back from doing what you want to do. You do you think that that's the number one thing that, Absolutely. That, that entrepreneurs struggle with is that they don't have true clarity of the vision of what they want to accomplish? Maybe they're not listening to that little voice or they're not listening to what God's telling them. I, I, believe, I believe it to be true. Because when you can stand on a solid foundation of this is who I am and what I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do, there's no doubt from holding you back. Mm. everybody in my world told me that writing a children or teaching people how to write children's book was the most ridiculous thing. Andrew, how could you leave your corporate job to do this? Well, you want to go ask? I have, I think it's like 6,300 people, 6,300 people who came during COVID through my challenge who now have, have, have changed their lives. Not all of them are published. Not all of them finished their book, but they all have a little ripple effect going on of something that, is going to go well beyond me. And isn't that what we're talking about? It's about making change, like world-shaking stuff, right? I mean, you, you, host, you host an event every yeah. year called World Shakers. That's my little pebble that causes the world to shake is by giving them something of value that whether they take it or not, it'll change their life and the lives of others forever. So for mm -hmm. people like wondering again, like obviously, you know, being a life coach, being a business consultant, um, any other titles that you would, I guess it's really hard to put a title because you left the corporate to leave titles. Dad, now, now I have now, five daughters. Now he's a, 
There you go. That's my go. best job yeah. ever. Professional dad. Decent girl's dad. My, bad, my best job, bro. So so for people wondering, again, like that day-to-day life, um, that's something we could bring up too is, is the family life. But it seems like you're a problem solver. It seems like you find you find where the problem is and then you solve it. And in addition, you you speak from a place of heart. You speak from a place of experience. Like you said, you, you were a problem maker and now you're a problem solver because you've been through mm-hmm. it all. So a lot of people even wondering, like, all right, can I trust this guy or, or two, how do I become him? Because obviously I've been in that, in that red race too. You know, now they have kind of more of a, more or less of a blueprint of like how you're doing it. And I think, I think any other tips that you could leave off for this particular segment of what you do and who you are and, and how to become what you are. Mm-hmm. Any, any last things for that? Yeah. So we, we talked about it earlier. Your mess becomes your message, right? So a lot of people, what, I think what, one of the things that you're, that the, the underlying message that you're asking is like, how do people find their purpose? Because I think we don't, at this stage of the game, we don't just get into business for money anymore. I, I really don't, I truly believe that. And if you're just in it for money, go do whatever you want. Stay at your corporate job, you know, go, go sell, go whatever. Like if you're just, you make money if anywhere. you're just in it for money, mm-hmm. you make money anywhere. That's not the frame from where I come from anymore. Okay. So I don't even speak to that, but I believe that like your guest, I believe people are looking for the true answer between their purpose, their passion, and then what, how that mixes into whatever it is that they're supposed to do. How do they answer the question, who am I? And so it goes back to that, your message is your message. So look back to your mess and find the nuggets that have led you to where you are today, okay? Or, or you can say, my, your purpose is all dictated by your past, Right. Mm. All the things that you've been through have led you here today. So if you want to get into life coaching, if you want to get into business consulting, look at all the problems that you've overcome that led up to here and then write down all the things that you did. Right. Mm. So I can I can tell I I tell entrepreneurs like I can show you how to work. I write a book that's going to help you. That's going to help you promote your business. I can show you how to put together a system that's going to help you automate. I can help you put together a speaking engagement like everything that I've been through is now a piece of what i offer why because i know it because i've lived it so if you want the framework you've already lived it now just go document it in simple steps just like i did with you know it it was write the book publish the book uh, you know what those five like five steps your sops and then you document it and then now you know when when a client comes into your world you can say oh yeah they're still in the mindset phase let me work with them here. But like Pablo's not, Pablo's in the scale phase, right? It's just, if like, I, and I don't have an exact framework for you right now, but if, 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 if I see that I have this client here and this client here, at least I know what the steps they have to go through and where I'm at in relation to where they are on their journey. Does that help? That's big. That's, yeah, okay. that's so what, what, what stage do you feel like you're at? Are you in the mindset stage? Are you in the scaling stage? Are you wanting to take your business to the next level? What does that look like? How do I get there? Right? Are you a momentum maker or a momentum breaker? Right? I think that's a big yeah. one. Let us know down in the comments below and watch for the next segment uh, to understand the difference between a momentum maker and a momentum breaker and what it takes you to continue momentum going into the brand new year. We'll see you guys on the next episode.